Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Look, we've seen the mass shootings in Charleston, South Carolina, El Paso, Texas, and Pittsburgh, last year in Atlanta, this week in Dallas, Texas, and now in Buffalo, in Buffalo, New York. White supremacy is a poison. It's a poison running through our, it really is. Running through our body politic. And it's been allowed to fester and grow right in front of our eyes. No more. I mean, no more. We need to say as clearly and forcefully as we can that the ideology of white supremacy has no place in America. None. And look, failure for us to not say that, failure in saying that is going to be complicity. Silence is complicity. It's complicity. We cannot remain silent. A moment, if you don't mind. First of all, good morning. Uh, we're right at the top of the hour here, at the top of our show. Um, I want to just interrupt a second to point out that Joe Biden is 100% correct that silence as it relates to white supremacy, period, it always has been and it always will, con will be as long as it exists, is a poison. There is no if, ands, buts about it. Then here's the question to all of you early birds listening this morning who are up with us and ready to go. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to ask it in the form of a question. I'm going to make a statement. White America, and I'm generalizing for purpose of discussion. Please understand, I'm generalizing for purpose of discussion. And the reason I say it this way is because there has always been white Americans who have joined hands with black Americans Asian-Americans, people of color, Americans. There have always been individuals who have joined hands to fight against white supremacy. But let me make this clear, that uh, white America, generally speaking, needs to uh, speak up. Because if you remain silent, President Biden is 100% correct. You are complicit. No ifs, ands, buts about it. You are complicit. If you remain silent at that dinner table with someone in your family, who doesn't say anything about 
the things that we that we've talked that that are in the news these shootings these massacres you're complicit you know it's isn't it interesting that um when we have these discussions right wing conservative quote unquote republicans and i do that in air quotes always try to make it seem we as african americans are are responsible. We we have to deal with the thugs in our community. How come you're not concerned about the shootings in y'all's neighborhood? How come you don't speak out in y'all's neighborhood? Uh, our expectation is that you need to be doing something about it. You're right. You're absolutely right. Well, if you can put if if you put that on us, and and frequently, particularly when we open up the lines and talk about it, yeah, you're right. We need to speak out when these little young thugs uh, do drive-by shootings and our babies get killed, our our neighbors get shot. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. It's our community. And if we don't take care of our community and deal with the folks in our community, which, by the way, are a small minority of people. You know, I always say you get you get these folks who maximize the minimum. In other words, the, the minimum of people, individuals who are, you know, just outright roguish. then you minimize those of us who are business people, church-going folk, police officers, teachers. That's the majority of people in our community. It really is. But then when it comes to what happened in Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and you know, you, you, you name the cities, then it's like, well, that person is mental. I'm not buying this, well, to a degree. I'm not buying this, oh, that, that's a mental issue. That person was mentally ill. All, it's always they're mentally ill. Well, you know, racism is a mental illness. I, I won't argue with that. But it's also a social, political construct. But the biggest problem, well, not, it's not a problem. President Biden is 100% correct. You're complicit. You don't say anything. You don't speak up. And it's just like with, um, it's just like with the, the, uh, uh, the, 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 the uh, folks who were part of that insurrection January 6th. We know what that was all about. You know what it was all about. Now, you know, I'm looking at the, the news story where Madison Cawthorn, he lost his primary. So everybody's not out. Look, everybody's not crazy. He should have lost. I'm glad he lost. He should. And let me tell you something. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she should lose. 
I mean, I can give you, these folks should, we need to get, let me make this very clear. We need to get these people out of public life. That's what George Will said on my show a, a couple of years ago. Get them out of public life. Donald Trump, you need to get him out of public life. Anybody that he has supported, he should be defeated. And I'm hoping that's what happens in Pennsylvania with Dr. Oz. Because it, it sends a message that um, folks have, have seen the light. That's what it really is. It sends a message. People have, have, uh, have sent, have, they, 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 they're not going to sit back and, and just let this happen. How come, you know, it, it, and again, generalization. I hate to generalize, but you have to when we have these discussions. We know there are exceptions. We know that there's, there are people out there that, that, that are just as upset about what happened in Buffalo and these other cities as, as we are. They, you know, they, we know that. But here's the problem. You're quiet. You are quiet, except for those trolls that make it a point every morning to slip into our conversation here on the Madison show, on my show. Continue, Daryl. Trump endorsed candidates fared well in the May 17th primaries. That's how we do it. In Pennsylvania, State Senator Doug Mastriano won the GOP nomination for governor. He was present at the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. But for another Trump favorite, Dr. Oz... When all the votes are tallied, I am confident... Hold on a second. Let me stop right there. Did you hear what she said? The candidate for governor, the Republican candidate for governor... For the state of common, for Republican candidate for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, was present at the insurrection. There is no way that that person should ever think about being governor. No way. Come on, you were present at an insurrection. You were present with a a a, a gang of people who attacked our capital trying to upset the Constitution, who refused to accept the legitimate votes of of an individual who became president of the United States. Wait a minute. A person wants to be governor of your state who was with a group of people who were going to lynch the vice president of the United States. Oh, yeah, they were to the point that the members of of Congress had to go into hiding. They had to hide. They had to hide to protect their lives. And he is the candidate for the Republican Party, for governor of a state, I mean, this is a no-brainer. This is a no-brainer. And where are the, how do I put this, where are the Republicans, the people who call them, you, you are a registered Republican. 
for whatever reason, you are a registered Republican, which, by the way, is your choice. And you now have a governor, you now have a candidate for governor who was at an insurrection? Go ahead, uh, Daryl. Despite suffering a stroke over the weekend, I just wasn't feeling very well. Pennsylvania Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman won the Commonwealth's Democratic primary. He had a pacemaker implanted that day, according to his family. And friends, I want to thank President Donald J. Trump. Ted Budd, another Trump-endorsed candidate, won North Carolina's Republican primary in an early call, beating out a dozen other candidates. He and Democrat Sherry Beasley will face off for the state's open Senate seat in November. It is all hands on deck. In North Carolina's 11th House District, Trump's endorsement couldn't save Representative Madison Cawthorn, who conceded before the end of the night. He's been plagued by a string of scandals for his brief congressional career, which began in 2021. Results were still rolling in across the country as of late Tuesday night, and more projected winners are anticipated in the near future. Continue, Daryl. It really is kind of horrible to think that uh, journalists with national and international capacity are putting together this type of nonsense. I think the president did a great job. I wish he had done a lot of this a lot sooner, and we need a lot more from uh, the left and the middle. And uh, we got to watch out because the Republicans have become the purveyors of misinformation. And when our our two-party system is broken like that, democracy is seriously in trouble. The president acknowledged that. It's time to actually start doing things and maybe taking some names and putting people in jail. You know what he's talking about. Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. It's about time to call a spade a spade. Now, I don't know under what you would charge him with. I really don't. And I'm not prepared to, 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 to suggest what he should be charged with. And, and maybe that's extreme. I mean, what do you arrest? Tucker Carlson for for doing. Now, some of you out there may have a suggestion, but but in but you know it, it's time to end his career as a journalist. It's time for him to just. But but it, 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 I can tell you, it's not going to happen, and I'll tell you why it's not going to happen. He could leave Fox tomorrow. He may never work for another major network or, you understand what I'm saying? But he could start a podcast. And that's probably what he would do. He could start a podcast. And he would have millions of people who believe in his racist ideology. And they will they will listen to his podcast, and they would promote his podcast. But there never should be a network, a me a, a news media entity that should hire him. Period. He has and has promoted a racist ideology. 
replacement theory. I mean, the list could go on and on and on. No, he doesn't wear a hood and a robe. No, he doesn't use derogatory terms. Uh, no, he's not the, uh, the you know, a Jim Crow type uh, broadcaster, but he, uh, he has a racist ideology. And there is no if ands, buts about it. Now, I'm not saying he should be arrested because I, I don't know what crime he has committed that's on the, legally on the books. And I'm just being honest. And this is me talking. I don't know. Now, there's some of you out there that, you know, may have, uh, may have a, an opinion about that or uh, you, you, maybe you're in the legal field and, and you can come up with something I haven't thought of. But uh, the reality is, once again, at best, he can go ahead and have his podcast because I can't stop that. But um, that's it with Tucker Carlson. And 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 now get this. Make make sure I'm very. I'm, I make sure I'm I'm clear. With, I want to be clear with this. He'll be replaced. Like when when um, Rush Limbaugh was on the scene, Sean Hannity simply replaced it was just Sean Hannity just moved up in the ratings. And I'm not buying this. Um, I'm not buying this. Uh, well, it's about First Amendment. The First Amendment was not created. That's why they call it, to, it was not created by the founders of this country to hurt people. Let me repeat that. See, nobody wants, I said this when I did an interview with uh, Llewellyn King, White House Chronicle, and we'll be playing it on our, on our uh, broadcast. But I said this, and I, th- and I, I'm, I'm right about this. The First Amendment was not put in place to hurt people. I'm tired of liberals, conservatives, white supremacists, and the list goes on saying, oh, this is First Amendment. The purpose of the First Amendment was to check government abuse. But it was not meant to discriminate against people. It was not meant to promote white supremacy. Well, maybe, yes, maybe. But the reality, it was really directed at government. You can't use the First Amendment. Or the First Amendment should should not be used to hurt people because of the color of their skin or, 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 or their religion. And I'm sick and tired of white supremacist, and that's what Tucker Carlson is, using the fir- hiding behind the First Amendment. one 801 Joe Biden was right. And, and again, I'm generalizing. 
and I will take calls from my white listeners. You're complicit if you're silent. You're complicit. This this is not about mental illness, what happened in Buffalo. And we're not and I'm not buying it. Now again, there may be people calling in who will buy it. I'm not buying this. I'm tired of this. Every oh, it's always mental illness. You are and wait a minute, now this is gonna be contrary. You are responsible for what happened in Buffalo. If you are silent, you're responsible. Well, it's not my child. It's not No, you're responsible. You're responsible for allowing these the social media, these social media virtual, these apps and, and these podcasts, and you're responsible because you have allowed this to permeate. You've allowed this poison to be injected into the politics of our country. And you've allowed it by virtue of your silence. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.